Hey friends, thanks for joining us. We like to talk. We really like to share and learn about other humans, but what we like the most is just being with other people. So get comfy, grab a drink, and come hang out with us on Your Friends Podcast. And we're live. Oh. No, for real, we're live. I know. We need I'm to recording. We need to start doing Pete Holmes style where you're like, we're, we already got started. Right, but the we're recording, problem just with so t- you know. tonight is that I would have, it would just been me eating a banana. I, people might be into that. <laughs> into I, it sounds weird. I, <laughs> Trina once said to me, one of the reasons that I love you is because you are always eating. Because okay. we Marco Polo, and we basically Marco Polo all day, which we joked today, me and Trina and Marcy, that this is what it would be like if we were part of a polygamous marriage. And Trina said, yeah, I'd do that if there wasn't a dude involved. And I said, I think that's called a commune and we can do that whenever the fuck we want. Or it's called we'll just Marco Polo each other all day long every day. And Right, but I don't think we need to resort. I know it's so standard for previously Mormon people to automatically go to polygamy Polygamy. as the only way possible that three women could live together. (laughs) How could we possibly live together and enjoy each other's company? Right. Only if we're polygamous wives. Um, It was a cheap joke, I admit. Well, right. I mean, it's natural. You get three former Mormon women Marco Poloing each other all day. And I'm going to make a polygamy Um, joke. Right. I'm going to make a sister wife joke. Right. I just recently have had a lot of issues. Oh, with with... polygamy? Is this where it's finally coming up for you (laughs) as being a problem? Interesting. With, um, like, we saw the Book of Mormon musical. Yes, we did. And, like, taking Mormonism lightly has become a problem for me because of, like, the continued damage that it does. And so that kind of hurts. Like, I get it. It's funny. It's silly. It's this weird thing it is there's plenty to make fun of crazy accurate and yes it is insane right i mean like there's plenty to make fun of sure um i just at the same time and we actually never talked about it after we went to see it right i mean i think i'm removed enough now because i was substantially disturbed we were talking about this literally right before you hit record which is why i said we should be recording this because of a conversation i've been having with someone recently and just the utter narrow how do you say how do you say this just like the it's working for me and my family attitude and basically and in fairness to this person who I will not name he did not say this additional part of the sentence but it's working for me and my family fuck everybody else right. sorry that happened to you that's too bad and so i'm interested in having someone say that and not necessarily the fuck everybody else part but where is the line between um or or i guess how far does your empathy or compassion and i don't always know the difference between those two things but ooh what is the difference um, how far out. does it go if right. if someone else is hurt by something and you've only experienced it positively what, like, how how far do you go into empathy? Do you ignore that and say, well, that's a one-off, which obviously can happen? 
um, do you say, I mean, in, in the context you just said, like, <clears throat> oh, well, it's good for me um, and my family. I, I'm not really concerned what, what's happening to other people. Um, and, and really, I, when I go through all these options, like, I just want people to say it. Like, right. open your mouth and say the words that you mean. And just staying behind the position that you're that you're in. That's all we ever ask for. Right. Just be honest about it and take your position. And and like everybody's a hypocrite. Everybody has like things that they don't do well, but you ha- I think you have to own where you where you know that you're unable or unwilling to make a change. Right. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, um alternatively, you could say wow this is happening to someone um i believe them and i am so sorry for them i'm going to continue to kind of balance their their experience with my experience but obviously as a human being we err to our experience right and then further you can say wow if anyone is experiencing this and it's not just one person in this case there's lots of people but if anyone is experiencing this, I should look into it and see where I can help. Or, or like, at the very least, maybe not support organizations that are doing this. So this, is, this was an interesting way that this conversation with this individual went. Um, the idea that I, I presented the idea that I don't believe listening to people and hearing people are the same thing. And... He made the assumption that I think when you hear someone, he also agreed that he thought listening and hearing were different. But when I'm saying, did you hear the person, he made the assumption and he actually told me that this is what I think because there was lots of telling me what I think and what I don't in this conversation, um, which is always appreciated by anyone, especially when men are telling women (laughs) about their life. Um, he said, you think hearing someone means agreement and that isn't true and you need to get on board with that. And that is not what I think. I don't think that hearing someone means, means agreement. I think hearing someone means understanding their story, hearing their side of the story. And I would go so far as to say, believing their story. And because of the kind of person that I am and the empathy that I have for people, it is hard for me to not then want to immediately take action where I can. And in this particular instance, that action was taking, taken by me physically standing up and walking out of a Mormon church the last time for the last time. Like it didn't mean agreement. I don't have to agree with everything that someone says, but if I'm hearing them and believing them, because I'm a human with a heart, it's probably going to lead me in a direction and probably going to lead me to some sort of action. That has been my experience. That's your experience, yes. That is my experience. And I think I have that experience because I don't believe that there are that there is any such thing as other people's children, like we've talked about on many other episodes. And this particular person does believe that there is such thing as other people's children. It didn't happen to his children, so he's not concerned. Yeah, that's an interesting idea of, I mean, the not in my backyard kind of thing, right? Like we've talked previously about, was a, some NPR podcast talking about um, 
the schools. And oh, uh, I, I knew the word until you started to describe it. Yeah, integration. yeah. No, it is integration when they integrated schools. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but this this was like well after like the integration, but agreed. But, but they still call it that. Yeah, right. But talking about the idea that like oh yeah, like we uh, my kids should go or like kids should, <laughs> uh, not my kids kids should go to more diverse schools and like blah 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 because we know that that improves it. Meanwhile, like you move out of the neighborhood so you could go to a better school. And by the way, because we believe in radical honesty and yeah. owning up to the ways in which we're hypocrites, we did that thing. And we knew better. And, and we, we knew better and we still did it. Right. I mean, so I, it, it's hard to, it's when, when it comes to what you think is best for your family and you, it's hard to sacrifice that even though it is damaging other people. I mean, there are so many ways in which the ease and convenience of one's life infringes upon another's. Right. And uh, yeah. Anyway, it it can't be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be without some hypocrisy and without some, there's a, there's another word I want to use for that, that I can't think of. Um, Not dishonesty, but, I guess that's that's where my frustration comes from is within the particular conversation I was having with this person, there was, I believe, X, Y, and Z, which, by the way, so this person is an active member of the Mormon church. He believes X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z are not the teachings of the Mormon church. So... He sits there every week and doesn't say what he does believe and doesn't say that he doesn't agree with the things that are being said there. So the idea that he's doing what's best for his family, like he doesn't even agree that it isn't harming people. He recognizes that it is, and he actually doesn't agree with their belief system but it's not even the action of getting up and walking out. He won't even open his mouth. Right. You can't. Um, because then you will be asked to leave. <laughs> right. And um, uh, Yeah. Or to not speak. Um, which, I mean, I guess it's the same thing. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting position. I, I'm all in favor of leaving those places where you can. Um, there are places that are more difficult than others to Right. Like I'm not even asking, I wasn't even asking him to leave. It was, why don't you go ahead and try saying that in your elders quorum on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, and his response was, I don't feel like I need to do that. Well, okay. I, I believe me. I understand why you don't believe you need to do that because you know, just as well as I do that that's going to cause problems for you if you do. Right. So zooming out a little bit. Yes. We came in super hot tonight. I'm into it. Um, one of the things that came up as we're discussing this particular interaction is my um, theory of unified communication. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell the genesis of where this started? Do you remember? I don't remember. Well, it was you and David talking at the pool, but it was a similar... Oh, it was this exact same person. Oh, on a different topic? On a different... On an Instagram post. Right. Who, he, like, he just kept 
commenting, and he couldn't stop himself. Right. So the idea from commenting. Right. The idea came to me like there is a there's this thing that's new to me that is people in certain positions are unwilling to discuss or answer questions from um, the oppressors, if that is Can the right word. Can you give me a specific right. example? So um, black women, and this is social media, talking about feminism and having white men come into their space and tell them they're doing it wrong. Okay. Or, or not even that so much, as much as like, Asking them questions or having them just, I'm just, I just have an honest question. I'm just curious about, I just want to pick your brain about, right? These are the, these are the kinds of things. And to, I'm sure it's there, I'm sure there's plenty of white men that do come into the, the spaces of black women talking about racial and sex and sexism issues. But oh, the, the, the by far the worst offenders are these. St- Stupid white women. Well, I mean, okay, so there's a learning <laughs> there's a learning curve here, right? Where like, oh, there's this new thing. I, I should say, learn about it. I say it. stupid white women, knowing that I am also a stupid white woman. By right, the way. but I feel like you're sort of like I was painting, I, I, painting these people. I should in have a, taken stupid off the front. It's well, white but women. even with the men, like the kind of the tone you're using, like. I, it's gonna I be think, a tone heavy podcast. It's gonna be hard for me to keep it out. So our well, I understand that. Right but what I'm front. and like, I don't want to be the defender of these people, but <laughs> because I am the creator of the unified theory of communication, I feel like I have to be because these people have the best of intentions when oh, they come into this. I know space. where you're where you're going with this. Okay, okay now so, I get it. So right. they they come into this space with the best of intentions. Right. They don't know. They don't know anything. Right. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. So, but then they are rejected from this space because they're like, well, I don't know, go fucking Google it or, you know, right. whatever, go read a motherfucking book or, <laughs> you know, whatever the response is, right? Very dismissive. I'm not saying that that is not the right, right response to that. I am right. not saying that. Um, but these people come in, I don't know if curious is the right word, but naive at the, at the very best. And yeah, at the start, very best, yeah. I start asking questions, and, and they are turned away. And so, um, or, or like, I, I don't know, like the, the term mansplaining, and like, there's all these things that, where people are like, uh, you can't participate in this conversation, or like, you need to go figure things out before you get into this conversation. So like, there's all these, like, we're starting to see, I'm starting to see, I don't say we are, this has probably been going on forever. <laughs> um but I'm starting to see like where communication is breaking down, even it's at, at initial stages. And so when you have an interaction like this, it's interesting to me that someone comes into your space and wants to have any um, man-centric uh, conversation. How do I present on my social media presence? So Benjamin? it's so hard for me to be able to objectively tell how you present, but Clearly, the content that you post about and talk about and are passionate about um, is feminist, anti-patriarchy, um, I don't know, inclusive. I don't know. Those are the words I would use. Okay. So, anyway, so so it's interesting to me that someone, a, a white man, would come into your space and... Um, 
not that race has anything to do with it in this context necessarily, but um, there is a hierarchy at play. Right. And so, and, and want to discuss these issues as if you were looking for a um, civil discussion on the matter. Uh, um, not even a civil discussion, like a, a sort of debate even right. in, in some contexts, right? Like that's not what you're interested in. Um, no. And to me. And, I'm all, and I do also feel, by the way, that I am very clear about that. I will never present myself as like a, I just, I love to just like, I love to talk to people who don't agree with me. Just, I like to just like get into it. No, I like to get into it with my echo chamber. That's who I like to get into it with because I currently am so new to this space that that is the only way in which I feel comfortable right now. And right. I own this fact. So don't like I'm not going to try to debate with someone to convince them of my side. I do not feel first of all, I know that that isn't how it works. Right. And also, I don't feel that I am the person to do that or have the the right knowledge and uh, sources at my fingertips to aid me. Right. And, and so, so I am, will never be that person. This conversation, I'll eventually get to the <laughs> actual theory, but this conversation came up when I was in California last year and Richie and I were um, going to dinner and going to see Patton Oswalt. Um, and we were talking about the Me Too movement and um, how we were seeing a lot of women in our lives we're talking about this on social media, like, and, and how it was kind of a, first of all, an enlightening place to be. Um, <clears throat> and also at the same time wanting to be like, Hey, we'll like, we're here for you, for you and your stories. Right. And like, then being like, <sighs> like that, that's so, it, it's so. It, it just it's so gross to, to like right. like when you come off as like this this hero right the the knight in shining armor like i'm a guy and i'll hear all your your stories and while that is true and i believe at least in the case of richie and i we have the best of intentions and and the fact that we didn't do that on social media probably also means that we're not um interested in doing it in a performative way but the discussion we had was it's so nice to have a conversation like two, yeah, two white well, men two, having a conversation with each other. Two like privileged um, individuals yes. being able to kind of talk through and stumble through really and like say things wrong and kind of talk through a, a topic that is um, can be very offensive or kind of part of the problem when you're having it with people that are in, are in a less privileged place than you where you could be and maybe are or have been part of the problem. And so anyway, that's the first time I was like, oh yeah, like white middle-class males should get together, <laughs> cisgendered <laughs> hetero. This can't go wrong at I all. Mean, <laughs> right. Um, right. Sorry, I know. I just got it. But, but no, it's, but this is, this is a problem. We know this. Right. But I, I mean, so those that know can have those conversations right? and then spread those conversations among that well, group. I, think and we've, I don't know if we've talked about it here, but we've certainly discussed amongst ourselves and with other people, the, some people do, some people who are leaders of thought on a particular topic or in a particular movement, they do feel like it's their 
their place or I won't even say place. They feel like they have the ability yeah, and the capacity like, right. to be the educators right, in that situation. Right. Dr. T is a fantastic example yeah. of a black man who welcomes people to come to him to ask questions about race. Right. And he has a course like in order for people to kind of get up to people for, for yeah, for people to get up to speed on kind of what what they've been missing. I'm going to make sure that we um, link to him in the show notes. Um, and then there's other people. Rachel Cargill is, is an example of a woman of color doing tons of work within intersectional feminism and within racism. And her space is she does not have the capacity and does not put herself out there as someone who is going to educate you. Right. She is going to say to you, if you come to her, if she says anything to you at all, one of the things she might say to you is, here are some other places that you can go before you come back into this space. Right. Because um, this is not my job. And she, I think she might be the people, one of the people that says, white women, talk to your white women. Like, you go do – like, those of you who are awake to what's going on – and who are doing the work, as she says, go talk to your friends. Right. And make sure that they're doing it too. And don't let them come into my space and tell me I'm too aggressive and that I'm doing it wrong. Because she gets inundated with messages from white women all day long telling her that she's being mean. And she's like, that is not – I am not here to give you your cookie. That right. is not what's happening here. So there are places, and it's hard to find them at times – but this is why we're the curator and the concierge, because we can point you in the directions of the people who can give you that information and and explain to you nicely the places that you can just go and read and observe yeah, and I mean, not and at, interact. At this point, honestly, if you're actually interested in something, you can easily Google it and there will be more than enough right. information to get you on your way. Um now, human beings are social, and so we also need and want to communicate with each other on these things. But Hashtag I, find the others. Right. Hashtag <laughs> be the others. Um, that's my new thing. Um, you lost it. Sorry. Yeah. So pop-up screwed it for you. Anyway, um, back to the unified theory of communication. So my unified theory of communication is that everyone should establish... Um, who they are willing to talk to. Okay. Um, what they're willing to talk about. Okay. Um, who they're willing to listen to. All right. And what they're willing to listen to. Okay, wait. So let's, I'm going to write so this down. So it's who and what. Who you, who you will talk to. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's who and what you will engage in and, who so engage now so who and what you will um what's the word give input to and then who who <laughs> and what you will give and who and what you will receive okay that's that's good there you go and the combinations thereof and then we have to come up with a l real easy way to establish it in a social media profile that says like i'm a one three one or something <laughs> Whatever. And then when someone goes into someone else's space, they can say, oh, well, this person is willing to talk about these things with these oh. people. And 
I know that I'm willing to talk about these people. These like, I that there's like my initial attempt at getting people to stop the dumpster fire in comment sections. Yeah, that's a noble pursuit. So, I so I I mean this is why I hardly participate on social media at all. Um, because it is, it's, right. it's a scary place to well, be. Well, you've had multiple different uh, things come up where you felt like you wanted to participate and you just weren't sure how to do that and not have it seem like you were, what do they call it? I mean, performative is one of the words, but I feel like there's like a specific word when men are like, I'm a feminist. And it's like, just totally it's just a completely performative act, but I can't, there's the word. I can't think of what it is. Um, <laughs> I think that's what they call it. I think it. Look, a, look that up on the, Urban Dictionary. That's the official term. Dick hole. Dick performative hole. Performative assholes. ally, feminist, whatever. Um, yeah, I, that would be nice. That would be nice. Um, I deal with this very little. Um and at this point, it's just been the same. The same uh, I mean, we've had some real life um, experiences with it too. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, I just want us to be able to talk to each other and say, I don't, and have have conversations and have constructive conversations. Well, right. I think so often when we talk about a topic or there's a debate. The grounds for the debate are never established. And so no one is even talking about the same thing. They're talking about two separate, completely separate things. And of course you can never come to a consensus. Of course you can never convince each other because you're not even talking about the same thing. And that just, it, it, then everything, I mean, I don't know, blah, 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 down the rabbit hole, social media, blah, 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 blah. Yep. All right. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I just puked it all up. I don't think that there's anything more to say about that. I actually think that was very coherent and cohesive. So. Let's talk about dried fruit. Well, before we talk about dried fruit. Oh, man. I mean, we can. We're going to get there. Um, I want to. We talked about ego last week. We did. We got some feedback on that. And I'd like to. I've mentioned her before, but this is her official, official plug. The holistic psychologist, Dr. Nicole LaPerla. She she is changing the game. She is. And across like just to give some context, I found this Instagram account from a tattooer in Annandale that I yeah. follow. Yeah. On and a, yes. I I think I told you last night that I follow like 200 250 people i think maybe on instagram who knows of those 250 people how off like who even posts because i'm sure it's it's obviously not all 250 people posting every day and i don't go a single day i don't go a single day without at least two or three of the people that i follow reposting her stuff yeah um... and i repost her stuff all the time it is just it's hit after hit after hit and to the point that I'm like I might have to unfollow her because my stack of like to of, do to do meditations right. I want to do journaling I want to write through uh just reading I want to get to like it's just it's yeah, I all mean, the content it's that all she so is good. providing is the, unbelievable the 30 day future self journaling 
which is definitely her most popular and posted about thing on social media. I have done an entire 30 days and I'm now in my second round. I know I've mentioned this before. It like has changed me like a lot, like a lot, a lot. And I am loving it so much. Cannot speak highly enough of it. She has a ton of stuff on ego work. Like yeah. a ton. So she has a um I printed it out and I she, have she it. wrote an article recently. She wrote an article she... recently that breaks down like what is the ego, where does it come from, how is it showing up in your life, where was it developed? Um, well, and then, this is going to be a shock to all of our friends, but it's much more eloquent than I was able to describe the ego last I week. I mean, you did a great job. I, I did it. I did a job. You did a job. But hers is educated. Um, well, I think even I referenced well, before I started talking about ego, this is, don't forget, this is the unknowable podcast right. where people just bullshit about things. Exactly. Yeah, you she's, didn't, not you bu- she's not bullshitting. She's not bullshitting. Um, and it, this came out like shortly after our last podcast. And so I was reading through it and having my mind blown. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, I'll just point people in her direction. Right. Because we don't, we are not original content creators. That's not true. Okay. Sometimes we are. Sometimes we are. So she calls Sometimes it. Sometimes we draw pictures. She calls it of ego. Things that people have never even thought of. Before. That's true. She calls it ego work, which I don't think that she like coined that phrase necessarily. But she has how many steps? I mean, ego work is like a general right. term. So across. there's at least three, I think, four steps to doing ego work, and one of the steps. No, wait, five. Sorry, five steps. Uh, and one of the steps is a meditation, and she suggests doing this specific ego meditation every day for 30 days. It's so not the same as the child it's meditation? It's not. She also has an inner child meditation that I am terrified to do, but will probably do at some point. Um, she's been talking a lot about reparenting yourself. I mean, just – she just is – it's great. It's amazing. I can't even – I can't. So there's – if you are looking for more about ego and ego work – and you don't have any idea what we're talking about, Holistic Psychologist will hook you up. We'll also link to that. So, drive. Yes. Rude. <laughs> you and everyone else are saying that. Like, I can't even believe. I've been posting we questions. We are pumped for dried fruit. I've been posting questions on the podcast for a few weeks now. I have a theory. And I got. It's not the unified theory of It is not. I got, you know, between like five, six, maybe seven, the chocolate chip cookie, the do you measure chocolate chips? That one got a lot. That poll got a lot of um, responses. But dried fruit, goddamn, I got like 30 people telling me how many or what their favorite dried fruit was. And I realize 30 people doesn't sound like a lot, but I don't really have a lot of followers on Instagram. That's Are you like a, ready for my theory It's a pretty large chunk of my followership that actually answered you're the question. You're not interested in my theory. I am. What's no, your you're theory? Not. Yes, you're not I interested. Am. It's clear that you are not interested in my theory. I am. What's your theory? All. I'm going to hold my theory back. Stop it. Like tell me. Like a good five. No, you're not. You're, you'd be a terrible five. I'm exercising my five right now. No, you're not. What Ooh, is your theory? Isn't it the Fifth Amendment that you can invoke to not speak? Yes. Oh. That's kind of genius. I mean, it's just coincidence, but it's pretty cool. But is it a coincidence? Yes. All right. Well, maybe not. Um, (laughs) 
I mean, they could have put it at any number. Why did right. they have to put it at five? Well, you can't put it at any number because, like, there's like. Uh, the other tryout is one eight nine. They could have bumped it. What do you mean? Like, so they're oh, just like shift them around. Yes. No, but then you got like your body. You, it's it's all you can't shift it around. It's all in its place. I'm looking at my Enneagram sticker right now. You can shift whatever you want. No, you can't because then it screws everything up. Whatever. What is your theory? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh. My theory is that due to evolutionary biology, we were probably eating dried fruit as a way to preserve food before almost any other food that we eat, we we're able to preserve. And that's why people are so into dried fruit. It's a deep, deep biological need for dried fruit. That is an interesting theory. You continue not to care about my theory. Go ahead. Let's I, talk about that. I do that. care. I just like that. Wow. That. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> you all... It gets worse. It gets worse the more you try to convince me that you care. All right. Let's, let's talk about you dried fruit. You almost spit out your water. <laughs> okay. Um, tons. Mango, right? Tons of people. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> mango, mango is so good. We, true story, if you come to our house, friends, there will always be dried mango in this house. It depends on the grocery trip uh, cycle. I have been making sure that we are well stocked. I do not get this the stuff from Costco with the sugar on it oh, because no, 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 you no, do no, no. not need that. That is not part and of I the evolutionary biology get, theory. I used to get the organic dried mango from Wegmans. And it was fine. Oh, I and like then, it better than the new ones. You like the old one better than the new yeah. ones? Oh, no, I like The new the... ones are, like, too crispy. Oh, no. The organic one, it was hit or miss. You'd either get a really sweet one or, or one that was just like, eh. What about oh, the but there sour was some, ones? eh. This one has sour. You're you're much, like, I you am... have a much larger sample size than I, I do. I do. That's true. Okay, so shit ton of people who love dried mango. Did you, did you um, get any, like, brand recommendations or anyone talking about it? So Rose, oh, as far as mango? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, Rosie went so specific. She said Steve's Paleo Goods Strawberries and Blueberries. I didn't know that that was like a thing. Like not freeze dried, but dried. Uh, she you... actually didn't say. She just said Steve's like paleo crispy... good strawberry and blueberries. They probably are freeze dried. Yeah, I'm not so into like the, the the crispy ones. Well, like they're not even like crispy. They're just like almost like crumble. Um. Oh yeah. I like a chewy dried fruit. So there were some funny answers. Um. <laughs> of course, as always, Tom. Tom, I love you. The idea of a favorite anything can go die. <laughs> Dried fruit is the bomb and I'll eat it all. Wow. Like true wild man Tom. See, this no, now it's all coming together. Your he's theory more in touch. is for real He's with more Tom. in touch. So he's like, I don't know. Do I want to live? So yes, I'll drive fruit. <laughs> um, Steven said bananas and he was kicked out of the commune for that. <laughs> Sorry, Steven. Well, no, I'm just kidding. But, but talking about chips. I think he was the only one that said bananas though. He was the only answer for bananas. We're talking so chips. So many the, mangoes. We already talked about dried bananas. Um, oh, my cousin Liberty said sun-dried tomatoes. Really? Interesting. Oh, and my niece Maggie said, no, not my niece Maggie, um, a girl I went to high school with named Stacy said mandarin oranges. I've never had dried mandarin oranges before. Are people making these on their own? Ooh. Letting them just leave them on the counter to dry? Oh, thank you. And see, no, see, now Steven's back into the commune because after our last episode of my Apple story, he drew me an apple drawing on his driveway. Um, 
Freeze-dried okay. pineapple. Dottie said freeze-dried pineapple. I've never had that. Uh, Did you not like a, like sorry, do a what? do a ranking like count them all up? Uh, no, I didn't. Do we get any apples? Whoa, I got three pineapples. Freeze dried. The other two just said pineapple. Okay, mango by far the most, and then a lot of apricots. Apricots is probably number two. Oh, that's good. Which that's my second favorite. No, no prunes. Apple I think was third, which is my third favorite. I guess you did. Ask I go favorite. mango. I go mango apricot. Apple. Prune. Nobody said... Somebody said grapes, which that's prunes, right? No. This would be like a raisin. Yeah. Right? Someone was being funny. Oh, it's... Uh, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's Claire. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's hilarious, actually. She said dry grapes. That's a raisin. That's good. Oh, way to go, Trina. That's hilarious. Um, that is super funny. I really liked when people used the fruit emojis. Thank you very much for the mangoes and the pineapple no emojis. Prunes. No, no one said prunes. Hmm, Stacy like dries. She likes the dried pears from Trader Joe's. Oh, I know. I love a pear. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> y'all y'all got pumped for some dried fruit talk. I'm telling you, who knew? It's deep inside the jeans. It is deep inside the jeans. It's also super low stakes. <laughs> Well, right. People like low steaks, too. That's People also like, in the genes. Low risk. You want to stay alive? True. Eat dried fruit and don't comment on social media. Word. That's how Except you stay for, alive. That's not fun. Come on. Comment on stuff, people. Let's do it. Yeah, but only certain people about certain things. Who and what will you give and who and what will you receive? Um, you, specifically. Me? I Probably anything and everyone. Um, the, I... I am willing to have a conversation with almost anyone about almost anything. That being said, it might be a short conversation. Okay. Um, if it can't be productive, I don't even want to say productive. If we can't like find some way to connect, I'm uninterested. Right. If we can find a way to connect somehow, um, I'm interested. That's what, that's what I want to do. So, um, yeah, if I can tell people are genuinely interested in, come in coming into something sincere. So that, that's my who. Sincere, genuine human yeah. beings. No, I mean, that's fair. I think that's totally um, valid. Which cuts out a lot of people, actually. It's true. Um, but you can't always tell that from an initial interaction, especially if you're on the internet. So, um, I haven't really thought – well, I haven't thought about it at all until right this second. But I feel like – For instance, like I will, I will engage in conversations with men uh, on topics that do not specifically involve uh, feminism and sexism. For instance, I have no problem having a conversation with the person that we've referenced multiple times in this episode. I have no problems having a conversation with this person about the Mormon church until he tells me what I should think or shouldn't think as a, as a woman in the church. Now to, to be honest and fair, I probably brought, um, sexism up first. I can't be entirely sure that he, like I, I, it was probably me. So this is good. This is good for me to recognize he came into my space and he wanted to have this conversation. I will have this conversation with him, but I will not have 
that conversation with him and I should have censored that part or I should have said up front, this cannot be a complete conversation because I can't have a complete conversation with you about your religious choices because your religious choices affect women in a harmful way. And so that's a, it's a big piece. You're unwilling to hear the justification that one might have yes. about something that's damaging. To a woman when you're not a woman, yes. Right. I will not let you tell me what my experience as a woman in the church was. Okay. That is not fair. Right. And I mean, on the- and by the way, all I'm asking is that you don't do that and that you stop doing that because this is something that he has done repeatedly. Right. And he needs to stop speaking for women. I think men in general need to stop speaking for women. You can't speak to that. You just can't. You can. You just don't know. Right. You shouldn't. I don't like to should. We would perf- We would appreciate it if you didn't. No, understood. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying, like, one does, but one doesn't know shit. Right. So, like, right. So, like, it, it's not a fit. It's not, it's not even an efficient mode of communication. Right. Because you don't know. Like you can't I know. also would not engage with a white person, male or female, on the topic of race in that just like I don't think that men can speak for the experience of women, white people cannot speak to the experience of people of color. So I could have a conversation with someone about doing the work and about the problems that exist and what we can do, what we can tangibly do to make it better. But I'm not going to have a conversation with a white person about whether or not the experience of black people is real or not. Right. That would be a completely inappropriate conversation to have. Right, right. No, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. I think. This is just my gut reactionary answers to who and what I will give and who and what I will receive. That being said, I will, like, no, I guess that answers it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, do we have any questions this week? I mean, what kind of dried something, what kind of food question can we ask? Apparently food people is people do like what food. people want to talk about food. Um, we did. If you were to come, we don't have a name for it yet. Do we have a name for it yet? I don't know what you're talking about. We're planning something. Yeah, we don't have a name for it. <laughs> okay. We're planning something super duper duper early stages of planning to the point that we've only talked about it one time for about 15 minutes. Eh, maybe like a half a time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chef's Table was paused. So like it was definitely like an abbreviated conversation we had somebody to get back to. What about Chef's Table though? What about Chef's Table though? It is. Re- it is. It is. And has been. My religion. Okay, so that's going to be question number one. Have you watched Chef's Table? And if so, is your favorite episode Francis Mallman? <laughs> is your favorite episode Francis Mallman? And is your favorite season as a whole pastry? Because, well, oh my God. No, no, okay. You can have your own favorite season, but is the most sexually arousing <laughs> season the pastry, pastry season? <laughs> that's the question. And your and answer? If not, you're me, wrong. Yeah, right. Like you haven't seen it. Yet. It's yes, right? Because that's the only acceptable answer. I mean, they're all arousing. That's and, the most arousing. <laughs> I mean, cookie batter though. Like, 
Oh my god. So creamy. Oh, Christina Tosi, I love you. Okay. Um, so have you seen Chef's Table? Is the first question. The second question is if you were going to come to I don't want to call it an event, but if you were to come to our home. Come to hang out with us. If you were to come to hang out with us in a little bit more of like a structured fashion, what oh, I want to like narrow it down. Because I can't just say what what do you want to eat? But like oh. What would be your preferred brunch? What's your favorite brunch food? Yeah. Is that a question I can ask? Yes. Okay, brunch food. Chef's table you and brunch You know our friends food. eat brunch. I know our friends <laughs> eat brunch. All right. Chef's table, have you seen it? And favorite brunch food. Oh, y'all better bring it on the answers. Whew, that was a, that was a good one. All right, let's get to planning Super Brunch. Ooh, that's not the name. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's called Super Brunch. It's just a bunch of fucking dried fruit <laughs> off of the table. <laughs> and people go wild. <laughs> it's huge. It's a huge hit. Don't miss it. <laughs> you can download this podcast anywhere you listen to your other friends' podcasts. We would love it if you gave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at yourfriend.diana and yourfriend.benjamin. As always, let's make it too soon. 